Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen Town, my name is Dave. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Friday night at Turf Moor saw the Hatters snatch a point with a last minute equaliser that sent the travelling fans wild. Whilst the home fans were a little furious, as they felt yet again they got let down by VAR. Uh, the 1-1 draw I think was the least that Luton deserved and uh, all the conversation afterwards was about that last minute decision by the referees. We're going to discuss the game and that decision in more detail tonight. Also got to ask you guys, why do you think goalkeepers are overprotected in the modern game? We'll have a chat about that too. We have your three word reviews and much, much more. And as always, we have with us tonight, Steve and Butaro. Boys, good. how are we hello, doing? Hello, hello. Yeah, lovely, Dave. Very good, mate. Thank you. All good, mate. Thank you. Uh, we're going to talk about the game in more detail. Um, before we start, I just want to touch on the, uh, the, the the Premier League rulings today for Everton and Nottingham Forest because mm-hmm. that could end up being an advantage to us. Well, yeah, that's if they get it this season. You know what happens in football sometimes, like we discussed beforehand. But anyway, but yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, apparently Forest have basically said that they're going to sort of go along and sort mm-hmm. of help with the proceedings. So they're probably going to accept it, which might work in their favour by getting a smaller points deduction. Again, apparently it's early days, but apparently Everton are going to fight a tooth now. They've still got the first one, first appeal, still outstanding. So it's a bizarre one. But I think you said before we came um, on air, Dave, that the, the dates necessarily well, yeah, just leaves it open for complete... I think it leaves it open to manipulation yeah. by the Premier League. If you look, I think the last time, or it's like May the 24th, right. is the time where um, they will dish out the penalties if it goes that far, but that's when it's got to be done by. And May the 24th season's over. And for mm. me, it looks like there that they can manipulate those points deductions to, to do whatever they need to. They can also find them as well. They don't have to point no, that's they right. find no, them. That's so right. yeah. We can sit here and go, oh my God. And then, do you know what? If we manage to stay up because of had points deductions, guess what we're going to get? Luton were rubbish. Yeah, yeah, only yeah. stayed up for points. Oh, we'd love so, that, wouldn't we? Yeah, I'd love every yeah, minute of great. that. Great. Going to say the bank manager won't give a flying one about yeah, that yeah, either, would they? So you know, I think you know we can't rely on that. We've been playing better, so mm-hmm. you know, it, it just might work out for us in two ways. Hopefully, I, I think they're going to yeah. also say, well. How long is it going to take to uh, get Man City and Chelsea uh, get them in order? Uh, yeah, the but well, I think a, Man City have got over a hundred charges, hundred and fifteen yeah, charges, yeah, yeah. and Nottingham Forest had one, mm. and Everton have had obviously two now. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to deal with them. Yeah. I think Everton are objecting on the fact that they've included interest payments on their new stadium. Can't they just do Man City's one at a time? Say, there's another 10 points. Well, there's no fairness There's another it. 10 points. I mean, I mean, as much as it might benefit us, financial fair play, there is no fairness in it there. No. Because they're allowing Manchester City just to carry on and yeah. keep winning and, yeah. keep, and keep putting that money in. Chelsea would be in the same position if they're not too careful. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we'll see how that one goes. Yeah. We'll keep an yeah. eye on it. Um, I'm not surprised about Forest, though. That is the one I thought might have come out a lot sooner. Yeah. Because that was, that was ridiculous what they were doing. But anyway, whatever. But, yeah. but they've done nothing different to 
the Man Cities of this world when they first started off, when you know they chucked loads and loads of money at this yeah, squad? Yeah, of course. But what they were saying, obviously, earlier on, on Sky Sports, I was listening to it, they were saying basically for EFL clubs coming up, having to pump the money in, it's a lot more difficult for them to do it. Whereas like the big mm. clubs already have the, you know, the structure in there. And yeah, because I, I, I remember sort of during the summer, <coughs> um, I think uh, Gary Sweet said, you don't get the first tranche mm-hmm. uh, from the Premier League until sometime in July. Right, okay. You know, so you, you can't sort of get promoted the next day, just go wallop, have some of that, mm-hmm. you know, because, well, Luton certainly couldn't because, <coughs> uh, you know, any spare money was going on the, the new stand, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we definitely had to wait. Like I said, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep us everybody informed and we'll see what goes on with that. Um, let's have a look at your three-word reviews for Burnley 1, Luton Town 1. Lee said, left it late. Alan Gregory, hello, Alan. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening. Uh, better than Burnley. Mark, smash and grab. Freddie, least we deserved. Another Mark, one more point. Uh, Ad says, must take chances. Ollie, never a foul. Phil, another striker needed. Ricky, needed three points. And Andy... Video assistant referee. Uh, anyone want to take one out of that? Go on, mate. No, go on, Steve. It's usually me. Go on, you first. Okay, well, I'm going to have half of them. <laughs> only right, one, so, mate. Come on, only um, one. Smash and two. grab. To, to me, smash and grab suggests you've been under the cosh the whole game yeah, yeah. and you've just broken away once and you've scuffed one in. Yeah. I mean, we'll get onto the game, but the first half, my interpretation of smash and grab, I, I don't agree with that. I know that we got the late one and that was brilliant. Um, needed three points again. I think it was just more important not to lose. Yeah, that's what we were saying, weren't we? We, we did lose, say that last do week. Not yeah. lose. Do not lose this game. I'm sure it was all devastating to, uh, to the goal winning, weren't we? we thinking, oh, no, they're going to be a point behind us and you all know, this sort of stuff. At, at half-time, it was just, how the hell are we 1-0 down? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they, they were playing Deflating. with a, 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 a quite high line and it just played right into Barclays, mm-hmm. um, into, into his strengths. And yeah. yeah, we were just picking them off. We just couldn't seem to get that. That connection on the last bit, could we? Which we do struggle with quite yep. a lot. That yeah. Yep. Anything? Uh, anything you wanted to look at? Uh, do you know what? I was just going to say, um, point out what Alan put. Hello, Alan. By the way, I hope you're all right, mate. Um, better than Burnley, which in fact, over the course of the season, we've been much better than Burnley as well. Mm-hmm. And you know that people are still looking at it, uh, Burnley, going, "Oh, they play some good football." I hear all the time, "Oh, they play wonderful football." This and that, and I'm thinking. They're not that good, no, are they? No, it for, was, what, they for, spe- for 90 they million. 90 million yeah, 90 million spent. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Um, there's always a narrative when you, when you do that job, when you're editing for things like Match of mm-hmm. a Day and whatever else. But if you'd have looked at Match of a Day, you'd have thought we wouldn't have had a shout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you say that, actually. Yeah, I, I, I heard that yesterday. Someone said to me, and I watched it. I was like... I couldn't really? believe it. That's, that's what I said the next day. You know, I said, well, look at this. You yeah. know, um, we had one where Dowdy put a great cross um, across, and Elijah just couldn't... Yeah, he stretch, could, could yeah. Go on the end of it. But yeah, it looked like we was under the cosh, and mm-hmm. we absolutely bossed that first half. You know, as, miles, as you say, yeah. editable, just nonsense. But, you know, that's the thing with anything. Statistics, whatever else, you can manipulate them to mm-hmm. your own agenda. Mm. Um... Burnley won, Luton won. We had three changes from the Bolton game, Kaminsky and Townsend and Clark for Krull, Chong and Morris. Um, the first half, basically, um, I think we played some really good football. I thought, mm, yeah, I thought we did. That we had possession, Bataro, and, and we were sitting there going, wow, if we carry on like this, yeah. all we need is that one piece of luck. I think, I think it was you that turned around and said to me at one point, you thought, I think you see something like 67% possession on the screen. Yeah, mm. it was and you crazy. Went, you went, said, look at that. And I went, I went I'm not surprised. I said, mm. but at the same time, you are surprised because we don't play possession-based football usually. No. And you, you'd probably sort of say Burnley, they, well, they did last season. I haven't really watched them too much this season, but they, they were that team to keep the ball and, you know, manipulate it a little bit more. But 
it's for, almost like roles reversed a little yeah, bit. For yeah, for at least 30 minutes, that first half, at least oh, 30 minutes, we, we were completely in control of yeah. it, you know, and we were just picking them off, just picking them off. That's true. Uh, I think um, Barkley and the Conga in midfield were amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Barkley controlling it again mm-hmm. and pinging some great balls out to Doughty on the right. They were playing quite a high line, weren't they, as, yeah. as, as mm-hmm. I said a moment ago, and say Ogbeni was, was there. Didn't really happen so much to the left, Although I think, you know... Well, they it, did it, switch it, at one point. Oh, yeah, they were doing switching, but the amount... I think Barkley done maybe three or four where he just put it straight over their full-backs oh, head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And off diagonal. Benny was on it, yeah. Amazing. Um, the problem is with all this this play and all this possession, you've got to create a few mm. more chances. And, yes, and we were yeah. a bit bereft of chances, really. I mean, we had a couple of long shots. We didn't create much, did we, at all? No, yeah, really. Uh, no. And so for all the good football, do we, mm-hmm. do we need to get someone else up the front to help? Um, to be fair, I think the issue for me the other day was the, the, the wing play sometimes. I felt like it was okay, but it was, you know, like you, you um, someone says, oh, what do you think when obviously when Ben gets the ball, you think he's going to drive him. Mm. I felt he didn't really do that. I felt that there was more of a, I think there's more instructions than maybe the management or whatever else. But I think we're trying to keep the ball, get, you know, playing it side to side. But for me, I wanted Ben and Doughty sometimes just get the ball and just run at people mm. and just get a corner away. I know we've got a few corners, I get that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I felt like the ball was coming back a bit too much sometimes. Mm. I, I know it's a completely different level, but do you remember when uh, we had uh, McGeehan? The amount of goals he would get, you know, he was a bit yeah. like Lampard, he right uh, like midfield. a midfielder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he'd hit the penalty area late, but mm-hmm. really well timed. And we don't seem to have anyone that's doing those bursts in the, in, Even into Luke the penalty Berry's area. Even Luke Berry's one of those players as well. Mm. Like Berry, you know, the last few years, obviously back in the championship and wherever else, you, you know he was the player that if he's playing in midfield, he would mm. get forward, he would score goals. Uh, th- there's certain types of player that, that can sort of just, you know, yeah. latch onto the end of these crosses or second balls and mm-hmm. that. And I think we're crying out, mind you, probably after the league are crying out, out for a player like that, yeah, yeah, they? of course. But like you say, then the way we're playing at the moment with the is it three and five across midfield, then mm. who just sort of like those? Yeah, it's a three five two, isn't it? Yeah, mm. as such, or is it a three four three? No, three four three. Sorry. So the flat four in the midfield, you've got two holding midfielders in there, which mm. then allows the like the you know, wing backs as such to go forward a bit more, mm-hmm. and they sort of anchor in the midfield. But yeah, I think. If you have to, if you, we want a, a player that's going to come in from like midfield to score like late goals, like late runs, and you're going to have to change formations slightly, I don't think it would work anyway. No, I know. But, yeah. for, for me, Alfie Doughty had a pretty decent game again. Yeah. Um, and and I, I know I'm going to get caned for this, but when the transfer window's open, you suddenly start thinking, yeah. who's looking at these players? Which yeah. teams? Which teams are going to go actually? Mm-hmm. You know, we could go in and get that guy. Yeah, Osho is another one that's, you know, yeah, allegedly like get, now, uh, getting attention and that. Well, it's, it's nice to have attention, but, you know, the, the team are playing well. Given mm-hmm. our position in the table, given what everybody expected us to do. Yeah. I mean, I am disappointed that we didn't get a goal or two in front of Burnley straight away. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. I think any Burnley fan who, who happens to be listening or watching this would agree that in that first 30 minutes, we played them off the park. Yeah. I don't remember, yeah. but they had the best chance of the game very yeah. early. Yeah. The one-two on the outside mm-hmm. of the box. There were Kaminsky uh, save. Then I started, to, that was like five minutes in, two mm-hmm. minutes in. Yeah. Not that long into the game. Yeah, it and was. I thought yeah. at that point, oh my God, here we go. Mm. Uh, see, I, see, I don't think I felt like that as such. I'm not, oh, here we go. I felt like it's more the fact of if you give maybe one or two of them in the way in the game, we're going to concede at least one. But I felt like, I genuinely felt, like maybe it was the beer flowing, Dave, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what it was. Maybe sitting Shock. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beer. But um, 
No, I think it was the fact that, you know, we had such a good start to the game, like we're saying, and it's nil-nil. And then, like you say, then when they score, and it's like, oh my God, this is always going to come back to bite us. We think mm. the same thing every single time. And it just seems to be a, sort of just a pattern in how we play and mm. how things go for us. Can I just very quickly ask about Kaminsky's kicking? There must have been five or six times where he kicked it straight out of play. Oh, it was all the Did booing. It? It's the booing that put him off, wasn't it? On the Burnley fans, <laughs> yeah. they put him off. Hey, listen, he put him out of play, but he still oh, did a good shift, course, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously got his own back at the end after after the game, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, heads up to um, Luton Town official TikTok yeah. on the oops video. Mm-hmm. That was well, well, we know who uh, Happy Harry is now, though, don't we? He, 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 he unveiled himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did score, and they scored nine minutes before half time, and it was just, it just, I, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I, who was defending them? I think Teden didn't get a foot in. Yeah, it was Teden. And yeah. so yeah. Teden didn't get the foot in, and then he's, he, he just walks past him quite quickly. Yeah, it was one of the first times, though, uh, Mengi got uh, held one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. Normally, we were doubling up on the wings, and that's why they weren't getting any joy. But he got he got him one on one, pinged it in. Yeah. Fair play to that Odebear though. He he, yeah. I thought it was a good little player to be fair. Mm. And but you're not yeah. going to miss from six yards out. Was it six yards? Ah, it was further out. I was going to say it, it was, felt like six yards when I was, was watching it. It was telling tw- you, nah, about twelve, thirteen yards out. Wasn't yeah, because I, I, yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> and I don't think it would have gone in if the guy hadn't been yeah, right next yeah. to Kaminsky. He wasn't offside, but it was certainly impeding his ability to make a clean save. I was kind of expecting Kaminsky to kind of just like dive at something, like dive at it or do something else. He just sort of like he just stood there. I, I know I'm not, I'm not blaming him. He's probably you know it's probably tough to get out of that situation. Obviously, like you got players around you, or whatever, but. I still think it's a poor goal to concede. Are, like. are you suggesting a goalkeeper would jump into an attacker and, no, and not f- jump into it? Feign, feign a foul? Is that what you? Well, I mean, we'll come on to that later on. Well, not, not quite, <laughs> not quite jump into him, but you know, just sort of give a bit back or whatever. Just I don't know. Yeah, but then that's the risk you take these days. But no, look, I'm not blaming he, he him. He didn't have time but when the, the shot yeah, was yeah. made. It was quite a firm shot. It was just uh, you know a reaction, but the guy was just sort of mm-hmm. being a. But no, uh, I'm not saying by the way. I'm not saying he should have saved everything. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But yeah, I just. It was disappointing, wasn't it? It's disappointing oh, when yeah. it was disappointing when you played so well and then you find yourself one 0 behind. Yeah, and immediately you feel that you're going to be on the back foot for a bit. But it didn't work like that to the end of the first half. We get no. in, we get in at one 0 and you're thinking, how are we going to change this? How are Burnley going to be um, in the second half? Um, and they started like you expected them to, Steve. I'm sure, in, sure of that. Uh, yeah, as I say, I was still just so annoyed about it. But yeah, that I mean that they started sort of quite brightly, and that that uh, they made a sort of couple of subtle tactical changes, and that which we, you know, struggled to sort of get on the front foot with. But you know, we did carry on, we did keep going and find a way. And as the commentators are saying, once it's getting towards the end of the game, we said Luton, are, you know, are right up for it, and yeah. so it turned out. But which, yeah. and thankfully, this season, like you said, we scored how many? It's eighty or no, over fifty something percent, or sixty percent of our goals in the last yeah. fifteen or yeah, fourteen after, minutes after the seventy fifth minute. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's it's uh, again disappointing that we went in at one nil, and then come out and Burnley had a couple of really decent chances. I think of the one where. Kaminsky was going the wrong way and then he pushed it, pushed it over that around was, the pine. That was a good save because I think that was just curling in. That, that, was a, that was a good effort, well adjusted. And you're thinking, when are we going to get our chance? And, and they, did, they didn't really come. No. They didn't really come. Nothing was happening, was it, up front? Like you say, it was, I'll be honest, I, I felt like it wasn't the best of games after the first half, the first half hour. Maybe it's just a bias, I don't know. But yeah. I felt like it was a quite poor game. 
it's certainly got scrappy. Yeah, it's certainly got scrappy. Let's not put anything about this because he, the game itself was important to both teams. Yeah. More important yeah, to Burnley course, to beat course, us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like we said, we didn't want to lose. We're 1-0 down. Yeah, yeah. And I wondered if their mindset went, well, we're not that far from the end now. We need just to sit back and just soak it up. Well, this is it. And um, it just let us get the initiative, mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. it? And it's, it's almost what Sheffield United done when they went ahead um, on um, Boxing Day. Yeah. You know, yeah. they went ahead. And then they just sat, sat back, they give us the initiative and we capitalised mm-hmm. and, you know, thankfully we've done it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, another thing, uh, you know, Kaminsky did take a bit of a battering from the home fans. Yeah. Uh, because of his Blackburn connection, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. They, they forgot our other player. Yeah, complete. Uh, Amari. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. Amari didn't get a whisper, did he? So. Funny though, isn't it? But d- does that mean that he wasn't that good so they weren't that bothered about him? Maybe, maybe they knew Kaminsky and they there's knew a big, a There's a big picture of Kaminsky getting bundled into the back of a goal when Burnley score. I think it right. sort of relates back to that sort oh, of thing. Oh, okay, but, okay. Um, final 15 minutes, though, we, we did pick it up. I mean, yep. Morris is now on. Uh, Luke Berry's come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else came on? Can't remember. Chong? Yes. Yes, Chong. And we seemed to get the bit between our teeth again and, and we, were, we were going at them, Pataro. Well, you, you expect it, didn't you, really? I mean, especially when you're a goal down and you're playing a team that's, you know, slightly, well, I'll say slightly, just behind you by a few points or whatever else. But no, look, I think, I feel like if we hadn't gone through it, I feel like, you know, the, the travelling fans up there, they would have got, they would, of course they're not be happy anyway. Mm. No one's happy, but you know, like, you know Luton, you know what we're like. They, they put the effort, they put the commitment in there. Mm. And in the last 15, you've got nothing to lose when you're one nil down, really. No, and, and that's, the, that's, the, that's the point, isn't it? You've got nothing to lose. You just need to go for it. If we conceded again whilst going for it, I'd go, do you know what? Fair yeah, play one nil, go. two yeah, nil. It's, it's not yeah. a great difference. But, you know, and the amount of crosses that Doughty gets over, yeah. and they're, they're invariably all of a quality. Mm-hmm. And it was only a matter of time. And thankfully, you know, that one, it, it was just beautifully flighted, wasn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't one that was just fluffed over where the keeper could take all the yeah, time and that. Whips, it, it, it was yeah. far enough out, you know... It, He's just producing for us, isn't he? Every every game, Doughty. So before we talk about Trafford and Adibayo, um, Morris r- really rose well there, and he yeah. was very calm to put that in the yeah. goal. Kept his eye on the ball as well. That's it. Honestly, yeah, concentration, everything. We went mental, and then I looked up and went, oh, "I've seen what Adibayo's done. They're going to call that. They're going to call that." And I went yeah. to the toilet. I was just. I think we scored. I'm not sure though. It's probably going to be ruled out. You didn't out. just go to the toilet. You complained that you know someone assaulted you. I think you believe you said I assaulted you because you were bleeding in the back of your neck. But I don't recall any of that, Dave. Uh, I'll get Jacob to mm. post the war wounds. Um, so <laughs> the goal goes in, and then the, the inevitable VAR check comes up. Oh yeah. And then you look at it, and if you look at it as a non-fan, if you really do look at it as a non-fan, you go, "It's going to be lucky to be given this." Because we see them not given Batari. But, no, of course. I mean, like I said, that could have gone either way, either way. But what I always said to people, and I had an argument with someone, my mate the other day, and, I said, and he said to me, he was like, oh, you're just a biased, like a Luton fan, typical, blah, 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 whatever else. And I went, biased. I said, I'll tell you what then. I said, if the striker, that's all I, all I referred to. I said, if the striker turns his body and shields the ball and holds the ball up, is it a foul outside the area? It was different in the penalty area. I said, why does everyone say that? Yeah, it it's shouldn't be. In the area. Yeah. It shouldn't be. The, the laws don't state that. The laws of the game do not state that it's different outside the area. So what's, what's the problem? If a defender backs into you and shields the ball out, that's not a foul either. Mm. Mm. That's another annoying one. Exactly. Yeah, it's so it. annoying. So we're on edge whether it's going to be given. Um, Burnley fans are absolutely <clears throat> livid that this goal has been given. Yeah. 
And I think I, I could see we, from their point of yeah, view. We yeah, we would be as well. We would be as well. But you've got to look at Trafford there, haven't you, Steve? Y- you have. I think VAR has just gone with the ref's mm. decision because it wasn't so desperately blatant. Yep. It, it is to some, it isn't uh, to others. So it's not blatantly obvious. I think the they've, the VAR has just backed up the ref. If the ref had given yeah, the foul, yeah. they'd, they'd have looked at it and stuck with that decision. So I think that's, that's the basis of it. But yeah, I mean, you know, Trafford, you know, the, the whole game, you know, he would get He's the ball bellend, and then you fall onto his knees and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It's you know, embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I, I know, and people have sort of said, oh, you know, that they're sort of taught to finish the save. It wasn't finishing the save because <laughs> yeah. he'd have it and then he'd sort of cut the strides and then go on he'd the He'd be floor. on one side of the area and the next minute he's over like, you know, seven or eight yards over the pot. No, the next You know, he just looked like a complete pilchard, but this one... <laughs> Sorry. I thought you said pilchard. He said pilchard. But... He got it wrong. He misjudged it. You know, good cross from Doughty. He misjudged it. Panicked. To me, he just went into the back of Elijah, you know, flapping like an owl and thought, oh, I'll I'll get a free kick. If Adi Bayou is not there, does he get to the ball? No. It would be closer, but I still think Colton was was there, mate. Yeah, I mean, well... If Adi Bayo's not there, he probably changes with, with Morris and he probably gets a foul given against him or whatever. But, yeah, you know, look. You've got to think, I mean, sort of, you know, Elijah's presence and space around him. You've got to think he's got another three foot to go yeah. from where he was to get to the ball. Morris was was there. Morris mm-hmm. would have beaten him to it. Now, he might have charged it down with his hands and that we, we'll never know. But he wasn't going to get to the ball first, I don't think. But like I say, the fact that the fact that uh, Trafford, I think I said to you the other day, Dave, I believe it was you, I said, this guy is doing my head in. I said, the fact that he hasn't been booked yet, he was time-wasted from the 37th minute, I believe, or 36th minute. Just it after was, they scored, started time So, So was, it, was that 38, was it 39? Yeah, about, about where we said about, was it 9, 6, 6, I just well, said either way, it. Yeah, but either way, <laughs> it, it was, either way, it was embarrassing it was, it from whenever. him. Um, and, and I, did Kaminsky not get booked for time-wasting? Uh, I think so. I don't, I don't recall. recall that. No, he, no he got booked for time wasting in a previous game in the first half. Mm. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying. Ja- yeah. um, James Trafford, yeah. Trafford was um, time wasting the whole time. I think he'd done it about six, seven times in the second half as well. Kept getting the ball going down. Yeah. Taking 10, 15 seconds to kick the ball and that sort of yeah. stuff. I'm thinking, okay, what's going to happen to him now? And I think what happened at the end with that, even if it was a foul, it wasn't a foul. Who cares? Who, well, we don't well, know. As, as a but, fa- but what as I'm saying from Trafford, he deserved it for being an absolute prick. So... That's that's Pataro's professional yeah. opinion on the on the matter. Well, He's a tosser, mate. He really is. <laughs> Honestly, right. If that was my goalkeeper doing that sort of stuff, I'm sorry, I would not. I would not be happy with that. But let's again, if we look at the laws of the game, uh, PGMOL guidance says for challenging on keepers, contact is an acceptable part of football. I'm going to take issue with that straight away because there's lots of times where it's the tiniest bit of yeah. contact, and you know, yeah, there's yeah. a penalty. Uh, attacking players are permitted to compete for space and competitive advantage by being positioned close to a goalkeeper. We see that mm-hmm. all the times at corners and yep. arms are wrapped around them. Yeah, yeah. It's never penalised. Mm-hmm. Uh, where both attacker and goalkeeper are involved in simultaneous and or similar actions, yeah. play should be allowed to continue. So if you base it on that, yeah, Adi Bell did nothing yeah. wrong. That, that's exactly it. But I think this is where everyone is pulling their hair out because those guidelines are not adhered to no, on, a, on a game-in, game-out basis. They were on, on that occasion the other night, and I'm absolutely thrilled about it. Mm-hmm. You know, But so often it isn't, which is why 
so many Burnley fans had the ump about it. But yeah. on, on Twitter, though, there was still a healthy sprinkle of Burnley fans that were saying that weren't a foul. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good then. That's good because I thought almost like 99.9% of them would be saying, oh, that's a foul, that's yeah. a foul. But, you know, like I said, I don't know. But Yeah, because I would say a minority, but there's still definitely, a, you know, a healthy sprinkle of them. Um, okay. If there was no VAR, there'd be no argument. You'd just be a bit peed off going yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Well, so, yeah. you know, if that was a championship game, we've got that goal, they go, oh, well. This yeah. is why, like I say it all the time, I know people might or pre-disagree with it, but I do not like VAR because it causes so much more crap the other way. Like, the, the, look, the thing is, right, like I, always, I used to say it all the time, we haven't spoken about it for a while, but when there was no VAR and a decision and you've gone by the line or what the referees are, you know, finally made a decision, whatever, you accept it, then you sit there and go, okay, cool. It gives you a talking point on the way back. Now the talking points are just going up one way and they're going back to another way and it's, it's too many directions you can go with VAR yeah, now. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't accepted. I mean, nearly mm. every Sunday and Monday on the radio it yeah. would be bitching about referees. So it wasn't um, you know, accepted, to be honest with you, but, uh, Bataro. But all it's done is make some referees cowards to not make a decision... Uh, yeah, like you know, cow affair, and, yeah. and, and then pass yeah. it on to someone yes. who, who's in a in a booth. You know, let don't want to take the heat. The, the yeah. referee should referee it. You know, as I say, it may be because of VAR. The referee thought, "I'm not going to give anything. I'll let VAR look at it." VAR have just mm-hmm. gone. No, we're happy with the ref's decision. You know, so it is distorting and, and, and it is manipulating how the rules are set out because yeah. it's almost like they're leaving it to each other to make a decision, I've and said, it should be refed on the pitch. I said before. You know, when you took it, if you look at VAR in football and compare it to rugby, now rugby's a little bit different, obviously. Mm, but when the referee in rugby wants the uh, video assistant referee to help, yeah. Yeah. Um, he goes, This is my decision. This is what I want you to check. Yeah. This is what, yeah. Yeah, and that's how it should yeah, go. Well, I, th- I think we discussed it a couple of months ago when uh, Liverpool had that really bad one uh, with Spurs. And we, oh, uh, yes. And we gave yes, that exact yes, example. Yeah. You, you're right, Dave. He that says, He said, one. I've given this. This is the reason I want you to check. This. Did he fail yeah. or was he offside yeah. or whatever? But they, yeah. they took it back to the nth degree. They go, well, it wasn't a foul there, but three metres up the pitch, there was one over there. And it, you know, mm. Anyway, it was given, and that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Yeah. We get a point from that. What a relief. Every, absolute relief. What point, relief. well-deserved point for us. It 60, is. Yeah. 62% possession over the game. 14 shots, five on target. Um We're unbeaten at Turf Moor since 1995. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big point. It's a big point. His... A thing for you guys. Go on. I think our style of play is evolving. Oh, 100%. You know, I know Robbie Edwards said he, that he wouldn't choose this, but he's got the brains and the intelligence, mm-hmm. you know, to go along with what has been sort of really well installed in the club yeah. and that. But he said over time it will evolve. You know, and it's easy to when you've got players like... Uh, Barkley, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. However, you know, you look at a sort of gay Bosho, the amount of times he will drop a shoulder and go past the attacker. Yes, he, he, yes. he will take the ball on now. Amari does, um, you know, obviously uh, Doughty is and that. So I think, you know, we are evolving, but it's lovely because we've got that route one um, mm-hmm. ability. Yeah. But then at times we've, we've, we've got, we can play through the channel. So, you know, teams are starting to think, what are they going to do? Yeah, what's their style of play? I think I said it a few weeks back. I said, what is like our style of play? I think, Dave, you asked the question maybe four or five episodes ago. You said, what is our style of play? And I went, I don't think we have a set style of play. No. We, we can, we're very adaptive. That's the thing. Like you say, evolving with the play. It's, it's great to see. I mean, 
Because it makes us unpredictable as well, doesn't it? It Surely does. Surely, other teams must be looking at us going, I think that's why Arsenal struggled. I think that's why Liverpool struggled. Because they didn't know what to expect. Whereas, with all due respect, you know, Sheffield United, they look very, what I've seen of them this season, they're very flat, they're very... One-dimensional. Yeah, yeah. it's all very much very, like, don't concede and they do and they don't know what to do after that. I think as well, at the moment, there is the uh, view that we are just route one and really hard-working and that's what they do their homework on and that's what they sort of plan for. So when we do sort of, you know, sort of play it about and, you know, yeah. but we're not just playing about for the sake of it, you know, we're, we're yeah, playing we're it quickly yeah. with a purpose as well. I think um, if you don't do your research on our football club, then you're nuts. And yeah. uh, long way that continue yeah. going forward. While we're talking about, you know, the goalkeeper Trafford, you know, at the end he got... He got I thought the comeback from Kaminsky at the end, just grabbing the ball and lying there with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we talk about goalkeepers all the time, and I'm always the one that thinks they're totally overprotected all of the time. Do you think in the Premier League they're more protected from fouls or whatever else? I think or? it's I think it's all throughout England, uh, all throughout sorry the leagues in Europe. That's it's the, the rest modern of the world. Game, really. I just yeah, it's just the way the football's gone. It's just. A bit of contact on the contact on the goalkeeper. You can't do it. You can't touch a goalkeeper yet. The goalkeeper t- can touch you. Going to punch the ball or mm. basically jump on top of you. But you never get a penalty for it, though, do they? No. But as soon as you back into a keeper, usually apart from on Friday night, yeah. You know, I mean, it's usually nine times out of ten, it's a foul. But but, but he was advancing. He advanced into yeah. Elijah. You know, Elijah might have taken a little step backwards, but the yeah, the main he had the run on him. Yeah, yeah, he had main run on him. What? annoys me about the goalkeeping situation and the example is Jordan Clark two seasons ago where West, 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 Brom. West Brom keeper just almost, him out. almost killed him. Oh, you know, yes. Was, yeah, yeah. Was that it, was it, a red card. Oh, yeah, of course. It was chest, wasn't it? He put yeah. knees, a red card knees straight to his chest and they are never given. Did he have to go for head injury that day? Yeah, he was gone. Yeah. He was gone. It, yeah, he was out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he yeah. was he was out for a while. Yeah. He was out oh, for a while. Of course, yeah. No, he got stretched off, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. you know. Yes, at the Hawthorns, yeah, my and, bad. And, you know, a goalkeeper is allowed to do that with their sort of knees up, boots up, you know, yeah. or they're just protecting themselves. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so so that that is wrong. But, you know, to be honest with you, you can't go back to... In a court of law, it'd be done for a yeah. murder there. I, I, mean, <laughs> I said at the time, you know, he should, there should be a bloody policeman on the pitch there for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was awful. Yeah, because he jumped up with knees right, weren't they? Yeah. Would, but, would the VAR have turned that round? I... I would not. hope so. I, I don't think so. Mate, well, I don't know. And here's the you, problem. You now. can't prove it was, it was maliciously in, well, intended. It was a foul. Yeah. Without yeah. a shadow of a doubt, it was a it, foul. It was reckless. Yeah, you so know, it, excessive force. Yeah, should have gone. But so I overprotection though. What we mean by that is, you know, the refs just give them the benefit oh, of the yeah. doubt all of the time, Batara, don't they? Yeah, and it, I'd be honest. This is the one thing that really gets gets my back up. But honestly, I cannot stand the fact that the protection of goalkeepers. That, I mean, look, they've got you know, arms. They've got an advantage of arms. Come on, man! Like, do you know what I mean? What you yes. a striker can't jump and punch the ball, or whatever. The goalkeeper mm. can. It gives him another two foot, doesn't it? At least Maradona could. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was a that, that made him about <laughs> six foot, didn't it? It's ridiculous. Honestly, I cannot understand it. Right? As a goalkeeper, and they say it's a contact sport, which is becoming very much a non-contact sport. You go, give it 20 years, it, you probably won't be able to touch each other. I think... Oh, oh sorry. Oh, hang on a minute. Give it one of those. I think, I think <laughs> Cundy said on Talk Sport on Sunday... Uh, God knows why I was listening to it for a couple of minutes. Anyway. But, but he, sa- he thought that there's a law that says if the goalkeeper is not in the air, not jumping, then he's treated as an outfield player. 
And that is why former footballers can't be referees. Because mm. I've, n- I've never, ever heard no, that. I've never, never heard that before. But if anyone is... does know about that, then please let us know. Because yeah. well, yeah. he said it wasn't a foul because Trafford wasn't jumping for the ball. He just sort of ran into Elijah. He, he was saying that... I agree with him. I agree with him that it, well, it was But I've, n- I've never heard that, that law um, commented no. on. I agree that, for me, you know, the, the overprotection of goalkeepers comes from... You know, the, the Premier League foul sort of thing that we were talking about all the time. Um, you know, thinking they've been pushed off the ball, they mm. fall down, that they're mm. hoping that a goal gets disallowed for it. You know, you can't touch them. Mm. But you've only got to look at the Manchester United Wolves game to see how wrong that was yeah. when he clattered mm. into them. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a bad one, completely yeah, wrong. Terrible. Uh, we asked you guys, um, why do you think and do you think Goalkeepers are overprotecting the modern game. Chris says, short answer me is yes. Most contact on a keeper is a foul when it wouldn't be anywhere else on the pitch. Keepers yeah. need to make a judgment cause on whether they can actually win the ball, like all players. And if they can't, they shouldn't go for it. Attackers have the right to try and fairly score. Uh, Ed says, um, I don't know. I don't think Ellie fouled Trafford, but I... Ellie? Did- Eli, Eli sorry. Ellie? Ellie. sorry. He's, a, he's an elephant. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Just, I, I don't think... Well, I'm going to call him Ellie from now on. I don't think Eli fouled Trafford. <laughs> I didn't think the goal would have been allowed because of the overprotection of keepers lately. The rules need to be followed more. Laws. Contact and coming together is allowed and thankfully helped us on the night, the other night. Ian, well, now that one special position, odd you might say, use of hands allowed within the penalty area, so maybe the authorities see them as needing more protection than the other 10 players. More liable to be involved in tussles and contact, maybe. Um, Gid says, there's often more of a grey area in the box and I feel it's easier for the ref to just give a foul in favour of the goalkeeper rather than get vilified for what might seem soft, but is obviously a foul anywhere else on the pitch. Consistency is key and that's where the league is going wrong. Consistency is key, there you go. Yeah. That's what we don't get. Dwayne says... Any football... Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Go on. That's right. No, Dwayne says they're ultimately allowed to take players out weekly, but the moment it's reversed, they get the decision. Okay. Uh, he says Jordan Clark yeah. most probably is actually the point. Yeah. Um, uh, and after Andrew says after two or three major head injuries, this is a valid point. Yeah. Uh, check from um, yeah, Chelsea's testimony. Yeah. Uh, I reckon they are protecting them more since those sort of. Because so I think the uh, one of the bad ones he had was a, a Reading, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. fractured skull, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Shane Shane th- th- that was a bad one. Yeah. Well, you know, long may VAR continue to rule in our favour. Yeah. Because uh, you know we've had a, we've had a couple of anti VAR things, but as far as overprotection goes, it's not changing. It's not going to change. Um, just before we finish, I'm just thinking about Reading. Yeah. I don't know what that's just come to my mind. Reading, Reading in a really poor position, mm. and you know it makes you grateful that fans of our club, mm-hmm. Sweet and Twenty Twenty, got involved. Isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously we we've suffered at the hands of crap owners, yeah. you know, um, throughout the last sort of thirty odd years or what have you. But <sighs> do you think the league can do anything for them? You know, given that that everybody that went on that pitch mm-hmm. broke the law, everybody, yeah, criminal offence. Everybody that was on the pitch, how they going to find the club anymore? Are they going to? Well, I don't know. They like to sort of just pick on on easy cases, you know, as they did with us. But here's the thing: that owner has already been involved in two clubs folding. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. This was on the on the radio Speak this evening. So, yeah. how on earth has the poxy EFL said, "Yeah, you're a fit and proper yeah, person"? Yeah, this is it. Two. Fail clubs that have had to fold under his ownership, and then he gets his hands on someone like Reading, who is 
it's a decent sized club. You know, you have to say that. But really, the size of the club is irrelevant. Of you know, course, of if, if he's a sack of crap and, and two clubs are already folded, mm. he shouldn't be allowed anywhere near anyone. But this is the thing, though. they don't care, do they? No, they don't. All, they, no. all they want to do is find clubs and get the money back from all, mm. or whatever. Just what they're doing, just basic thieving mm. from clubs. It's, it is disgraceful. And, and I think that's the remit of quite a few of the Reading fans because the EFL sent out this thing, oh, you know, please, what's his name? Die Young. Yeah. Yeah. Wish you would. Um, but no. Um, you know, a lot of the Reading fans have said, but right back at you, EFL, you're the ones that allowed the, yeah, him yeah, to yeah, take this, this club, I'm just club not, over. I don't care. I'm not having that. No one stuck up for us. No oh, one. No, 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 of so course, of course. They go, you're the ones. That's happened all the time. Mm. Right? So but the he's, EFL, he's they, they claim to be accountable, but they're not. No, but they don't care. Not. No, they don't care. They Who they no. put into, they, you know, they drummed a couple of people yeah, so out Yeah, so don't of come existence. out with these pretend statements that yeah. you care about anyone, you don't, because they're as incompetent as the owner. Right. Well, as they say, we'll do all we can in, in the future to stop this happening. Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. you see the same shite happening every, like, two or three years now. Yeah, so if you think about that and you think about financial fair play, surely people should be looking at our model going forward. A lot of clubs do. Well, yeah, you'd think. You're just, just being sensible, isn't it, I think. you just got to be clever. I said I haven't got the foggiest of how to run a club, obviously, but it, surely it can't be that hard with like. I mean, no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. Sorry, what I was about to say is it can't be hard with common sense and like you know and being stupid and getting like say people in that mm. have folded clubs, for example. It, you know what I mean? Just, we are exceptionally lucky to have. But there our is support owners. out there, isn't there? If you need support and help or whatever, that surely mm. you can put yourself forward and go, look, we might, you know, this could be an issue. I'm sure you can do that. And you do, there is like a thing in place where you can sort of like, they can help you out a little bit or give you like yeah. instructions. And obviously you've got lawyers and stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. So the so, EFL aren't going to help anyone out. Like I said, they won't. They're just a bunch of, yeah, tosspots, aren't they really? But look, we, we know all too well about that, don't we? We're going to run so. out of time in a minute, but I just want to say that uh, quite interesting to see Safe Standing coming to Kernelworth Road. That'll be mm. interesting, Oak Road. Oak Road, yeah. Um, I'm sure some people might want to change their places in the, <laughs> in the ground if they see that. And uh, obviously we've got the Cup replay and yeah. if you're listening to this on the way to Bolton good on you yep um, are we going to put out a decent team for that yes yeah of course we are yeah good because we've got a break after this I see a few changes from maybe Friday night maybe four or something like that three four changes but mm. I, I can see yeah a very strong team going there yeah I th- I, we're going to send a, a strong team up there and hopefully hopefully um, good home support you know a bit more of a like a, a rousing occasion it might bring some intensity in our play. So I think we were a little bit so a little yeah. bit slow in the, in the home league. I don't know if this is a fair thing for me to say. Don't say it. Well, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, when we were a lower league team and you had that one shot at a Premier League team and you didn't do it the first game, you never, you rarely did it the second game. You rarely. Um, yeah. Should we be able to put Bolton to bed this time? Oh, or do you, do you think that actually we might just roll over I don't know we won't just roll over I'm not, I'm not saying we're, we're, we're going to win but you know we've always got a 3-0 defeat to Grimsby up yeah. our sleeves oh, oh Jesus oh yeah she's saying like that well a trip to Palace or Everton awaits the winners of that game um, personally I hope it's Palace because Everton's quite a journey um, and, and we'll get stuck in Stanley Park for a couple of hours <laughs> yeah, again yeah. and then you have to recharge your vehicle Steve so I just have to drink more yeah well you can't no um, <laughs> transfer window still open there's lots of transfer uh, rumours going around nothing really confirmed yet apart from Joe Taylor loaned out to Lincoln mm-hmm. for the rest of the season I think that's a good move for him the other one that I was asked the other night when I was on Football's 12th Man and that was um, 
um, Leeds United are rumoured to, and and the Leeds the Leeds guy from their podcast asked that what's all this about Ryan Giles coming to play for us for the rest of the season? Yeah, I did I did see that. Surely not though. Uh, I'd have that if uh, Cody Drama comes our way. Uh, see, I'd like Cody, but I think you, you can't send Giles. I mean, you paid six million pounds for this boy. He, he, no, he's a good player. He's got to play at some point, surely. So maybe being maybe when you send people on loan, you send them out with guaranteed match time. Maybe, yeah. Then you bring him back for the next season. Yeah, w- w- would you, would you are, have a uh, drama back? I don't think I would. No? No, I don't think I would. Where is he now? Birmingham on loan. Did he get recalled? Did Leeds call him back? Did he get sent back? I don't, I don't, he might have done. I don't one. think he's been doing very well at Birmingham. No. No. No, I don't think he, I don't think he was the player when he left. He should have stayed with us, full stop. Mm-hmm. You know, if he comes back, I don't know if Leeds took that out of out of his control, though. Did they? I got a feeling that they they Possibly, pretty much yeah. stopped it. But no, I think they got rid of Luke Ailing now, haven't they? As well. Mm. So I think where's he gone? Uh, whatever in yeah. way. But yeah, that's pretty why. I'm sure I don't know if they ever recalled him. I'm, I'm sure I heard something about they're about to recall him or they have or. Okay, I just <laughs> think it was just come out of nowhere though. Yeah, for, for me, Giles hasn't got that aggression intensity that you have to have to be in the way the team's set up. He just we, doesn't we, that, he just uh, doesn't have it. There's no doubt in his we've ability. We've hardly seen him, mate. Huh? We've hardly seen him, No, though. but when we have seen him, he's just not had any of that intensity. Sure, it's tough to judge a player off like if he's only playing sort of like cameo parts like 20 minutes at a time, 15 uh, minutes. Well, Edwards has judged him. He sees him every day. Yeah, every, no, I get that. I get Every day. Um, another rumour that's come up, Jacob has told us that... Um, there's a lot of interest in taking McAtee on a, on a loan period. And, you know, Sunderland, Plymouth, Ipswich and Cardiff. Well, you get in one of those teams, you're going to get a lot more experience, right? Sunderland or Ipswich will be good moves for yeah. you. Sorry, um, still at Birmingham. He's still at Birmingham, Cody. Yeah, yeah I, don't think, I don't think he's doing very well. So these are good points for us. Uh, next five, obviously the FA Cup replay. Brighton at home, Newcastle away, Sheffield at home, Man United at home. I think I said this last week. Six points from the last two for definite. Uh, it would be nice to get at least nine out of that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm, I've gone for seven. I'm going for nine. I've gone I've gone seven. Well, I've gone for nine. We'll see. The one. And, and an FA Cup replay win. Optimistic Dave. Well, it makes a change, doesn't it? It, it makes does. a change. Um, thanks to everybody who's been listening and watching. Thanks for yeah. listening tonight. If you're on your way to Bolton and you're, and you're listening to this, thank you for, for tuning in. I hope it's a great evening there. Um do you want to say hi to the guys that were with us on Friday night? Um, they didn't tell us the names, but they say they listen all the time. So hi to you guys. Okay. Uh, if you do see us out and about at the games, please come over and say hello. Leave your comments on the YouTube channel if you're watching it on YouTube. And we'll see you all again after the Bolton FA Cup replay. Yeah. Excellent. We'll see you soon. Take care. Thank Thanks you for watching. Very much. See you, lads.